You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Blockbuster deal involving an Arizona Cardinals rival. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, this deal just going down, being reported by Adam Schefter and the rest of the NFL reporters out there now. It's no longer a secret. The San Francisco 49ers make it a big move. It looks like to upgrade at the quarterback position. Alex Clancy at Clancy's Corner. Bo Brock, B-O-B-R-A-C-K on Twitter. And at Locked on AZ Cards. Alex, your initial reaction and fill in our listeners with the details. Dolphins trading the number three overall pick to the San Francisco 49ers for the 12th pick this year. A 2021 pick, third round pick, so this year. And a first round pick in the next two drafts, 2022 and 2023. What this is is a 21-year-old, a head coach, and a GM walking the high-wire act without a net underneath it. Because when you look at what what all of the stake they're putting in to Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, it's going to be one of those three. This is a big-time cojones move <laughs> by an organization that we've seen make a lot of moves like this, not necessarily to this degree. Right. But sweet mother, if they're wrong, this is going to be a big problem for them over the next couple seasons. Yeah, if I mean, they're right, yeah. this is something that we are going to yearn for from the GM position for the Arizona Cardinals. Just somebody taking a ballsy move and trying to make their team better and not just having a plan and hoping that it works out and uh, not having the ceiling that this plan potentially does. Yeah, I, I just don't know. I mean, it's, as far as the division's concerned, all the teams are aggressive. All the teams are in win-now mode. I mean, maybe the San Francisco 49ers, they, they buy themselves a little bit more time. Maybe it's another, uh, gives Shanahan another reason to have a losing season having a rookie quarterback because you would have thought that this roster was in win-now mode. Maybe they feel like one of these prospects, whether it's Zach Wilson from BYU, maybe it's Justin Fields from Ohio State, or whether it's Trey Lance from North Dakota State, the three guys who are expected to be on the board, potentially, after you know we can Sharpie in Trevor Lawrence at number one overall. But the San Francisco 49ers now at third overall, they're going to have a pretty good option. Uh, you know, I'm surprised. that I, I wonder if they made a play for number two just so they could get really the pick of the litter outside of right. Trevor Lawrence. But this is what they settled for. Just saw this from our guy Sosa, who's the uh, Locked on Rams host, that the Arizona Cardinals are the only team in the NFC West who have a 2022 first-round pick. Wow. That's just a testament to how aggressive this division is. And, uh, you know, when you've got the Arizona Cardinals, you always make the, the analogy to getting your Christmas gift months before. Look, the Arizona Cardinals, they were aggressive. They, they took a non-traditional quarterback, number one overall, and it transformed their franchise. This is where they are, and they're building around him right now. San Francisco 49ers, I mean, this was a team that's one season removed from being in the Super Bowl, and now they're kind of hitting the reset button on the most important position in, in all of sports. But uh, you have to tip your hat to the aggressiveness. You do. But, you know, they're not getting, they're not going to have the second, unless they've got intel that the Jets are going to stick and pick and take the best non-quarterback off the board at two, you know, they're giving away all this draft capital uh, to take the third best quarterback in the draft. I don't. I mean, it's aggressive. I like it, but at the same time, is it a great move? I, you know, yeah, it is because their roster is ready to win, 
I mean, you just need a quarterback. Now, the one great thing that the other three teams in their division have is, go ahead, kids. You're 21 years old, go win a Super Bowl. I dare you. I mean, there's a learning curve for rookies in this league, and you're looking at the pass rush that this rookie quarterback's going to have to deal with. Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, um, Carlos Carlos Dunlap went back to Seattle, right? Carlos Dunlap, yeah. Jamal Adams, Bobby Wagner, and then J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones. Good luck. I mean, their offensive line is good. They have one of the best left tackles in football, which helps. Um, they have one of the better defenses. But, man, these trades normally don't work. Right. These trades normally don't work. Ask Philly. Ask the Rams. Ask the Washington professional football team. Um, these trades normally don't work. Right. I mean, look, it's got to be just an incredible – and that's a good point. As far as the Energy 3 trade, it's – uh. It, it did work out for his rookie season. RG3 was the uh, offensive rookie of the year, and then his knee exploded, and then the Shanahan's, uh, including Kyle, mishandled the situation as far as bringing him back. But, uh, you know, as far as the Arizona Cardinals are concerned, they, I, I, I kind of like the idea. Like, if Jimmy G came back next season, then the 49ers probably put themselves close to where they were the previous season, not when they were just ravaged by injury. Now, they've got to take their lumps. I mean, if it's Zach Wilson, it's a guy coming over from BYU, a guy who's played nobody. And then it's just, or if it's Justin Fields, as, as uh, the three-time Super Bowl champ Skins uh, said, uh, you know, this is a Ohio State quarterbacks haven't exactly had the greatest success at the, at the yeah, at the pro level. I mean, what was it? The, the last guy that was drafted around there was like uh, Cardell Jones. I mean, you just haven't seen anybody pop as far as the quarterback position. So um, we'll see what the Niners' plan is, but you have to tip your hat to the aggressiveness as far as how it impacts the Arizona Cardinals. I think it keeps them, the Cardinals with a quarterback who took a big leap in year two and is the expectations are to take another leap in year three. You know, I, I trust Kyler more than I would trust whoever could be the third best quarterback off the board. Yeah, it's interesting because you look at how this necessarily um, correlates to the Cardinals in the draft. Is Miami going to stick with Tua or are they drafting Mac Jones at 12? Because obviously I think they're, they're sticking at, with Tua. I, I so, and I, so say they do, that's not great necessarily for the Cardinals. I mean, the Cardinals need to have as many quarterbacks go before them as possible. There's still going to be a quarterback-hungry team that's going to be before them. I, th- I still believe that there could, be, there could be Jones five. There. Say that again? Uh, I mean, if, if Mac, I mean, New England, it was another spot for Mac Jones. I mean, Miami, like, they're, they're a wild card now ahead of where the Cardinals are. Do they want to take one of the best corners? Now they can be in play for J.C., Caleb Farley, or Patrick Sertain at 12. If they believe in Tua, I mean, they could steal Elijah Vera Tucker from the Cardinals, you know, like Miami not being up at the top just takes away one of the check marks of, Oh, that's Jamar chase or, Oh, that's Kyle Pitts. Now there's a big question mark around 12 and they may not be done. Maybe they want to trade back and get more picks. Who knows what Miami wants to do, but going back to San Francisco, like this is, this could be one of the greatest moves in NFL history if it works. <laughs> no, because you know, because you have because you have a Super Bowl ready team and you could have a young quarterback for the next 10 years. And they're young. Except for Trent Williams, this is a very young team. 
and you have a GM in place that's going to be there for the next decade and Kyle Shanahan, if everything goes like this could be a, an incredibly great move if it works, but history shows us that Ohio state quarterbacks aren't good. <laughs> BYU is <laughs> BYU is quarterback. You compared to OSU, regardless of who they play Jeez. with the history. They like, are Steve young. They already had a BYU. Yeah, when was that? Late eighties, early nineties. I mean, it I wasn't mean, recent. No, Troy, it wasn't recent. Troy Detmer. I mean, it's been a long time. It's been a very long Ty time. Oh, give him some respect. There was a couple Detmers that uh, it was made a Troy their, Detmer. Yeah, who shattered his wrist or shattered <laughs> his elbow. I remember that. Um, Taysom yeah, Hill. He was a BYU quarterback, at least. To, but at the same token, he hasn't exactly uh, grabbed the quarterback position in with the New Orleans Saints. So, I mean, Zach Wilson and Justin Fields, they're going to battle it out for the rest of the uh, draft season. Yeah, I think Trey Lance, I mean, it's he could battle with Fields. I mean, if, if it's Zach Wilson going off the board at two, then then it's down between Lance and, so, and Fields. really quick, before we move on, Adam Schefter just tweeted this out. This is insane. The Dolphins have now basically turned their former left tackle, Laramie Tunsil, into four first-round picks and a third-round pick via Houston, via this trade with San Francisco. They turned the Houston third pick into three first-round picks. Or I guess two first-round picks, including, you know, the trade down this year. Insane. It is. Un- it's unreal. It's what, what they've been able to do as far as pulling off deals. We'll see if, I mean, this is a team that just missed the postseason last year, and, the, and they just continue to stack up draft capital. And, and we talked about Tua. We'll see, you know, if they're going to try to figure out whether or not he's the guy next year. But the Arizona Cardinals, they're going up against the team that's being aggressive in the draft. But then after that, 2022, no first-round pick for any of their division foes, L.A., Seattle, or San Francisco. The Arizona Cardinals will have an opportunity to continue to build around Kyler Murray. Or do they get aggressive? Do they start trading picks to continue to stock their roster? We'll get into that conversation, plus some of the moves that the Arizona Cardinals Pulled off yesterday. Yeah, we talked about Malcolm Butler, but there was another move after that. We'll get into the conversation. Keep it here. It's Locked on Cardinals. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Bet Online. With the tournament back in full swing starting tomorrow, the Sweet 16. Lots of games for you to get some action on. Yeah, March Madness continues. You've got the NBA. The trade deadline went down. Any teams that are sleepers to you that you can maybe make some cash off? NHL, Major League Baseball, right around the corner. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real time updated odds and props on almost anything you could imagine. Bet Online has you covered as far as news is concerned, scores, odds, and it's the best way in place for your bets. And it's free to sign up. Right now, you head over to the website, betonline.ag, use your mobile device, sign up today, and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. You put in 50 bucks, you'll get 25 free dollars to play around with. Just use the promo code Locked On when signing up. It's BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts use the promo code Locked On to get your fifty percent welcome bonus. People going crazy in the chat as we live stream this podcast. We do it each and every day, Monday through Friday. We're live right around ten Arizona time, ten ten ish, ten fifteen ish, kind of just depending on. Whenever we fire it up, and then we'll record the podcast. You can find it wherever you find podcasts. Uh, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We appreciate it if you listen, you follow along. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, at B-O-B-R-E-C-K, at Clancy's Corner, and at Locked on AZ Cards. 
So the, we we were. It was after the podcast where Mason Coles dealt for a six round pick to the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings, if you follow our guy Lucas Braun on Twitter, he was like begging for the team to upgrade their offensive line. What he's going to be disappointed with is Mason Cole. Mason Cole is a guy that can play multiple positions on the offensive line. He was the Arizona Cardinals starting center for a while, but they're going to realize he's he's just a guy. He's a big boy that played at Michigan, but his impact as far as on the lines concerned wasn't it wasn't a big threat. Uh, you know, he I'm happy that you know they obviously upgraded with Rodney Hudson, Alex. He's not going to twice a game move his head and get a false start penalty on the offense and just completely stall out a drive. So the Cardinals do get a six-round pick back and start to kind of recoup some of their draft capital as we kind of talked about it a little bit with the other teams in the division. Yeah, I mean, it, it at best, it'll be an addition by subtraction move and, you know, maybe they can uh, strike gold in the sixth round. Uh, you, you, don't, you don't really know. With all the offensive line depth that Steve Kimes brought in via trade and free agency, this seemed like the, the natural move. The fact that they got a pick for him uh, was good. I mean, it's a nice little bonus. We'll see what they do with their draft pick at 16 if they're going to trade back and try and recoup a third-round pick also. Like, is is drafting a guy that you truly believe in at 16 more important than trading back, hoping to have a guy you believe in still on the board, all the while getting a third-round pick to build inexpensive young talent uh, depth-wise for a roster that's growing older by the day? Um I don't know what they're going to do. It just opens up the possibility for myriad different decisions to be made in and around and on draft day for the Cardinals. But yeah, getting Mason Cole out, uh, getting a six round pick in, it's a win. Yeah, they, a win. he was expendable. I mean, they, yeah. they they were flooding the position by numbers. They flooded the position with money. According to Pro mm-hmm. Football Focus in 2021, as far as the most money allotted to offensive linemen, the Arizona Cardinals have spent the most with $54 million. Yeah, good. Boom shakalaka. Finally, they're at the top of some list trying to make the team better. And, and a lot of it's uh, going to be, you know, DJ Humphrey's 2021 mm-hmm. salary. And he's your left tackle and he's played and, and earned his money. And he's been a guy that's been reliable at that position. He's been a guy that uh, wasn't exactly an Iron Man uh, going into his, uh, his, his option year. But then he showed up in the last two seasons. DJ Humphreys has been a solid left tackle. Um, and then you've got, uh, obviously, Rodney Hudson, who's making close to $10 million a season. Justin mm-hmm. Pugh, even restructured, is making a decent chunk of change at the guard position. Uh, and, and then they brought in guys like Brian Winters. They're, they're just, they are doing as much as they possibly can as far as putting and protecting Kyler Murray with their offensive line. And you have to, yeah. you have to respect that. Yeah, and Lamont Galliard's still there. He's on the roster. He's a good depth guy to play center. I mean, you have you have a bunch of you have a bunch of bodies. And Kelvin Beecham was one of was probably the most underrated move that Steve Kime has made over the last year or so. He's very inexpensive. He played very well in all sixteen games last year for right at right tackle. And this is the best offensive line the Cardinals have seen, you know, since Carson Palmer retired for sure. You know, so I mean, this is that's a huge step in the right direction. We'll see if what's on the Ross translate to what's on the field, but you know, they're not done yet. This is still, there's still a long ways to go before the end of April. I mean, there's over a month until the draft, so a lot of things can still happen. Even though they've spent a lot of money, if they're going to extend, you know, Chandler Jones and free up some cap space that way, who the hell knows? I mean, this this is the best time of year because there's so much uncertainty, so much unknown, and there's so much excitement surrounding it. Yeah, Mason Cole was one of those guys where you're just waiting for him to uh, to pop, and it just never happened. You're like, okay, he's a, he's a big corn-fed boy from the Big Ten. 
He started at Michigan, who's you know known for churning out uh, some some offensive line you know prospects. Whether it's Taylor Lewan, I think Jack Conklin was there. Obviously, you've got uh, all the big, big offensive hog mollies from Iowa. Brandon Scherf and Robert Gallery and all those names that that have become synonymous with the position, but Mason Cole was just one of those guys. He he played multiple positions, but he was like a, he was a master of none, right? I mean, he was just a guy. He, he can he can kind of he's like a backup quarterback, and we'll get to the Cardinals' backup quarterback here before we get out of here. But you know, he he was a guy that could come in, you could rely on him for three games, and then for three games, you're just like, what the hell did I just watch? Right. I mean, unfortunately for him. A.Q. Shipley tore his ACL his rookie season. It makes it go his rookie season. So he was jumped, and he's like, hey, kid, go get him. Yeah. Yeah, because he plays multiple positions, but he was thrown in, hey, you're going to be the starting center for the Arizona Cardinals, um, you know, fresh out of fresh out of the, the draft womb, as it were. So <laughs> it, it didn't work out. Hopefully he'll – I mean, you wish, wish him well and just hope that the guy that's snapping the ball doesn't get a damn false start ever again from the center position. Cause you're the one that's supposed to know when the ball's being snapped, you trick, you trick yourself out with your, with, with rubbernecking or whatever he was doing, looking right. around. Um, yeah. You just hope that doesn't happen to him again. Yeah. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy on a Friday edition of locked on Cardinals. There is a backup quarterback reportedly going to visit the Cardinals. Uh, I guess there he's going to come visit the team could result in a deal according to Adam Schefter. We'll tell you who it is. We'll wrap things up. We'll send you off into the weekend and some college basketball. It's Locked on Cardinals. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. And Built Bar is amazing. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, an amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all the bars, except for the birthday cake, which it seriously tastes like a delicious birthday cake, but it's a protein bar. We've got our Built Bar Bracket Challenge going on. And today's matchup as we get deep into the tournament, Cookie Dough Chunk versus the winner of Coconut versus Birthday Cake. And, uh, man, is it going to be a throwdown this late in the tournament? Go cast your vote, BuiltBar.com. Remember, use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Go to BuiltBar.com, cast your vote for the Built Bar Bracket Challenge, and then use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Just check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best-tasting protein bar of all the best-tasting protein bars. So according to Adam Schefter, who broke the news that the San Francisco 49ers are trading up with the Miami Dolphins, who had the Houston Texans' third overall pick, the Texans continue to giveth to the NFC West. Um, the uh, the Niners are sitting there ready to pick third overall. Schefter also tweeted out yesterday that veteran free agent quarterback Colt McCoy is scheduled to visit the Arizona Cardinals next week, and there's a good chance it could result in a deal that would make him Kyler Murray's backup quarterback. That's fine. Um, as far as uh, we saw Colt McCoy had a cup of coffee with the New York Giants last year. We've seen him play for the Washington football team He's a guy that uh, he, he's a career backup. He's he's kind of the epitome of a backup. The, the thing that has me is still questioning, like, what the hell happened with Brent Hundley? A guy that came in in Seattle, you know, in 2019 and was able to put away a win against the playoff team at that point. Um, and then just really, he was never active for the Cardinals last season. He seemed like he was just kind of the perfect fit. Brent Hundley continues to fall out of favor with whatever organization he's in. 
Yeah, I don't know the whole the whole story about the alleged uh, domestic violence. Uh, it kind of it came and went. It was an offseason story, and then there were rumblings that that had something to do with it. You know, it's so important. A backup quarterback is is very underrated. You know, I mean, you look at a guy like you need as many adults in the lock in the quarterback room as you can get, and the Cardinals don't have any. You know, Kyler Murray's twenty two years old or twenty three. Chris Trevler played on the wrong side of the divider between Canada and the United States. And Brett Hundley has been, you know, inactive. So if you bring a guy like Colt McCoy in, Bo, there's a, there's a couple of huge positives. One, he knows he's going to be a backup. Two, if Kyler Murray does get injured, he can jump in and play quarterback at an average level. Like if you had Colt McCoy under center in week 17, I mean, chances are you win that game. I mean, chances are you have a much better chance of winning than than having Chris Trevler there. Probably, and then not not three, not that big of an upgrade. Then number three is he has a wealth of knowledge, regardless of the level of he played. I mean, he started for a couple of years in this league. He started with Washington. He won that job when there were two other guys that should have gotten it, but he was the best quarterback in the room. Mm. And I mean, I I mean, it's obviously grading on a curve with the Washington professional football team <laughs> when he was there. But it's a guy that can lend knowledge, lend information to Kyler Murray. And that's so really rated. what you want from aging Colt McCoy is? I think it, no, like what what you're saying, I think a lot of you it's so? overrated. Yeah, especially with a guy like Colt McCoy. If you look at, I mean, he's 8-22 and 22 in 30 starts. That's brutal. But he's been in the league for years. That's overrated. Like, like, ta- like talent, like a, talent and, and guys who are more athletic, I would, I would take... 10 of those guys over Colt McCoy. I mean, Colt McCoy, I understand it, but there, it's. A, I think it's an old cliche that's played out as far as far, guys like Colt McCoy have been making millions of dollars for the last two decades, three decades with this idea that they are these, these mentors, like I, I don't know how Joe Flacco got a job as a backup, especially with his, yeah. his, he's like so against mentoring young quarterbacks. It's right. like, he still thinks he can start. Yeah. And he sucks. And like yeah. Colt McCoy, we'll he's, yeah, it, it, at least Colt McCoy embraces his role and, and is, you know, I think he has a wealth of knowledge that he could offer, but I think you could find something that would be better for you winning football games. But at the same time, I think, you know, you, all your chips are in the middle of the table with Kyler Murray. That's yeah. just how it goes. And, you know, you've got this rookie scale contract, and that's what they're building around. And if he goes down, I mean, that's that's just, that that's the worst, that would, that's the worst of all realities I don't care who it is. You you just can't. You're probably not going to be able to bring in a guy. I don't, if it's Colt McCoy, if it's anybody else, they're just not going to be able to be re- relied upon to win football games. So who it is to me, I'm indifferent on it. I'm just not going to buy into like, hey, Colt McCoy is like a. He's going to be able to come in and win you three games down the stretch. No, no. I mean, it's it's more like an I I don't necessarily agree. I mean, I think that with. A wealth of knowledge in the NFL is a wealth of knowledge. It's hard to play quarterback in the NFL. It's hard to stay in the in the NFL, mm-hmm. you know, and not everybody like obviously what we've seen over the last decade is Josh McCown is the greatest backup quarterback to ever live like for the whole <laughs> experience for a young quarterback. You know, you have Josh McCown there. He'll help you. He's selfless. Like he makes Ryan Fitzpatrick look selfish. He's like. He, he's just a guy that you can go to. He's he's father time. The whole thing. Cole McCoy is not going to be like that, but. You just need just a guy with information from the quarterback position is nice to have in a quarterback room. And the Cardinals didn't have that last year, aside from Kyler Murray. There's just that vacuum. There's that just, they're teaching moments that a backup quarterback can have for a young starting quarterback. 
There's just opportunities there that the Cardinals didn't even have the chance to have there. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I just think having an aging backup quarterback is an undervalued thing when you have a young quarterback like Kyler Murray. I, I, I'm, I've got a puzzled face just because the, the Dolphins continue to pull off trades for first-round picks. They've traded with the Eagles, according to Field Yates, uh, the sixth pick in the draft to Miami for 12 and a 2022 first-rounder. Uh, you got to tune in with Kyle Krabs on Locked on Fins. Uh, he'll have the most up-to-date information. What the hell is going on? Yeah, the Dolphins are just wheeling and dealing, as our guy Jared says in the chat. What's up, Fred Wilson? Great listener of this podcast. It's unreal. Check out at Locked On NFL Pods for all the Locked On Nows from all of our respective hosts in the uh, in the city, the 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 hosts of these shows of these teams making all these moves. Uh, those will be coming to your Twitter timeline shortly. And one quick thing: as we're doing this in real time, Schefter just tweeted out from a 49ers source that Jimmy Garoppolo is their quarterback for this year. Okay. That doesn't mean that they're not going to draft a quarterback, but whoever comes in, there's not going to be a quarterback controversy. They will be QB2 on the depth chart come week one as of March 26th. All right. So if you're the Arizona <laughs> Cardinals, I mean, you got to be licking your chops at a guy that you beat in week one uh, coming back to potentially be the starting quarterback and have that seat hot all season long. We'll see how Jimmy G responds to that. Just an interesting move. The Niners pulling off the deal to move up to number three in the 2021 NFL Draft. We're just getting started with draft coverage. What's it mean for 16? We'll get into that conversation next week. Have a great weekend. Make sure you're following along on Twitter, at Clancy's Corner to follow Alex, at B-O-B-R-E-C-K to follow me, Bo Brock, and at Cards. Have a great rest of your Friday. We'll talk to you on Monday morning.